Know a lot about golf. Well, we're it is time for us, those weekend golf guys, it being a Sunday, and we are here in our resplendent glory. Or I'm in a studio. He's in the resplendent glory. Or do you have you got a GMC? What'd you rent this time, man? <laughs> I you know, I'm on the road again. Look at that. That's another here's my rental car. Oh, look at that. We've got a little, oh. got a little James Hong love for you right there. There's my buddy. All right. Little, yeah. There you go. That's a little shout out to my boy Jimmy out in uh, out in Long Island. Yeah. He's a big fan. Friend yeah, of the show, awesome. James Hong. Hopefully, they have survived uh, Henri. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it was just a rainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was much. By the time it got out to them, I don't think they had much. Yeah, it was a tropical depression. Although Connecticut, I understand, is pretty much flooded, man. Um, hmm. It was the first time. It's great. You know, I grew up in New England. I remember a hurricane or two. But this is the yep. first the first major storm, hurricane-ish storm that hit New England in 30 years. They normally are farther out to sea when they get that far. Well, they were due. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was about time. They you know. were due. Look, the Carolinas and Florida are always <laughs> getting hammered, right? A little bit of Virginia. Uh-huh. About dang time it creeped up on those people up there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I shouldn't be. I shouldn't say that because I think I remember something really big, bad going on a few back years back there. I think it was Fran that really did some serious damage to the New Jersey and New York areas. Yeah, 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 yeah something like that. Some, they had some problems. I thought the storm began with an S, but uh, Sandy. Yeah, Hurricane Sandy. Sandy. Yeah, there you go. Ah, I had the France T A N. I had that part right. Yeah, that was part right. It's, you know, yeah, TBN was in there somewhere. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about golf, not not meteorological stuff, um, unless of course it affects golf. Uh, we're going to talk about how hot it's been in a lot of places and how how uh, maybe smart it is to take precautions or to get the first tee time of the day, whichever you can do. And uh, we're also <laughs> going to be be talking about uh, traveling to play golf, which is what. Mr. Jeff is doing That's now. What's and going on right now, sir? We, some, we have some basic golf math coming up for you a little later on in the show, too. Math that you may or may not do right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all played with that guy who must have flunked basic arithmetic in school. <laughs> Something like that. You can't count past five. Math. What's wrong with you? But all of that and a whole lot more and a few laughs. It's coming up. We are those weekend golf guys, and we are going to have a great hour. Stick with us. I have to assume here that those weekend golf guys is not the only piece of entertainment to which you listened. I'm sure you have heard and seen other people talking to you about Relief Factor. You know, and their stories are about the same as as mine. My wife, of course, a critical care nurse on her feet 12 hours a night. I play a lot of golf. Both of us have bad knees. They don't hurt. It's remarkable. I won't use the word miraculous, but I will use the word remarkable. I was skeptical. Now I am a believer. Everyday aches and pains. You got them too? Remember, Relief Factor, 100% drug-free and designed to be taken every day so you can get out and stay out of pain. I want to make it as easy as possible for you to try it. Try Relief Factor with their three-week quick start. It's been discounted to just $19.95. Here's what you do. Go to relieffactor.com slash weekend and order that three-week quick start for yourself. Again, to claim your three-week quick start for $19.95, go to relieffactor.com slash weekend. Texting 
rolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text SPARK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text SPARK to 321321. That's Spark to 321321. All right, thanks for hanging. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. I'm in a studio. He is Jeff Smith. He is one of America's top 100 golf instructors. Just ask anybody, and uh, they'll tell you. But he is. Oh, I don't know if they'll tell you. They'll say something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they'll tell you. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> anybody who's taken a lesson knows. That's for that's for sure. Uh, anybody who's gotten a price quote, <laughs> they may have a little different idea. <laughs> like, um, are you sure about that? I'm like, I didn't stutter, did I? <laughs> Where do we put those decimal points now? Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, we shifted to the right, baby. <laughs> you're you're in, uh, in in the middle of America. Literally. Yeah. Almost dead center. Yeah. I Nebraska. Think. Yeah. Omaha. I am in Omaha, Nebraska right now. I just landed. And a, a little public service announcement for everybody listening. Mm-hmm. If you are on a plane and you think that it's a good idea to take off your shoes and socks so that everybody else on the plane gets a whiff <laughs> and gets to see that, you are mistaken. <laughs> think twice. <laughs> it's not that good of an idea. So if this is you, please stop. <laughs> Thank you. Don't we'll move on now. <laughs> you know, just as a side, man, when I was a kid, I used to fly a lot, and my mother used to make me wear a suit coat whenever I yeah. got anything. Yeah. Now you're lucky people are dressed at all. You know what? It it used to be you would go to a lot of strange places to see all kinds of stuff that people would wear. Now just show up at the airport. Yeah. You'll see everything. Yeah. Yeah. Footy pajamas. Yeah. I actually know someone, not know someone, but was on a plane with someone in footy pajamas. Yeah. Right. You see this and you're like, okay, what is this? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm on Fremont Street at, in Las Vegas sometimes. When you see some crazy stuff. A lot of you know, weird like, wow. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Because you're, wow. you're on a flight to Vegas at the time. So maybe it, there was a correlation. Might, might uh, be. Might so be. why are you, you going to do? Uh, you're, you're, you're playing golf Got with some, golf. Uh, some business associates and also with a student who's a champion. I am. As a matter of fact, I have. Um, we got some, got some folks, some... Uh, We've got some folks from Landscapes Golf Management um, going out there. We're going to play some play a little golf today at one of their facilities. It's going to be a beautiful spot. Um, I know 
people have heard about a place called Sand Hills out in the middle of Nebraska? Well, I will be able to give a report about said cool facility. <laughs> so I'm going to take a look at that. And then, um, and then I got one of my students. She is, how about this? Not only a college golf coach at Bellevue University, but she is a well-established, highly decorated player in her own right, Miss Shelley Liddick. And she, how about this one, John, is, has not only won the Nebraska State Senior Amateur title back-to-back last year and this year, Ooh. not only has she done that, but most recently she has qualified for the U.S. Senior Women's Amateur coming up in September wow. down in Alabama. So wow. I am out and I'm going to be working with her a little bit mm-hmm. and we're going to be working with her team. Um, and I got a couple couple days out here. So I got some golf in me and I got some teaching in me and a whole lot of fun in Nebraska. If there is such a thing, I'm going to have it. <laughs> there is such a thing. There's, yeah. also, there's also grain fed beef. Um, I do know that. And there will be some <laughs> Omaha steaks consumed in the next few days. Yeah. If you can Sir. fit any in your pockets, bring them back to us. Okay. Yeah. I, I know that they, I know they ship. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that. That's, I think yes. I've told you all that before. Um, yeah. Did, um, did you have any problems schlepping your bags through the airport? Did you bring your bag or, or did you have ship? No, I Okay. Yeah, I don't have much trouble. I've, you know, I've got a nice travel bag, and the Indianapolis airport is easy in, easy out, easy to check the bags. There's no, no hassles. Mm-hmm. And um, I got off the plane in Omaha, walked down to baggage claim. It was already sitting there. I walked right outside, got my rental car, and I'm out. Okay. So, it was easy. The hardest part, I can tell you, mm-hmm. was getting it out of my car, <laughs> putting it into, the, putting, getting it into the into the airport van and that was it that's all the trouble i had a lot of people are are rather paranoid about doing that though you know any of us many of us including you have had instances of of airlines losing our luggage that's true i have had it yeah to a a great extent i have had it and if you're gonna and yet i still continue to do it yeah but if you're gonna go to a place to play golf it's just kind of like I don't know if I trust the airline or not to get the clubs there. Well, I, you know, there's other ways of going about it, right? You could use some service ship sticks or something along the, along those lines. Right. Um, and, and you could, you could find a way to ship them without much trouble, but you know what I'm finding? If you go to a nice facility to play golf, mm-hmm. you know, a destination type of place. Sure. You can rent a set of clubs Yeah. that are top of the line, new stuff. And, um, you know, maybe it's a year old, maybe not. And it won't have been used very much, I guarantee you. But that might be a better way to go from a hassle standpoint. Right. From an awful lot of people. Right. Now, you're not going to have your favorite driver and you're not going to have your favorite hybrid mm-hmm. and you're not going to have your wedges or your putter. But there's some benefit to that because they usually only charge you 50, 60 bucks for those things for rentals. Yeah. And you know, that's about what the airline charges you each way. So yeah. And a shipping company too. So it's all six, one half dozen or the other basically. So. Yeah. But I, I opted for my own equipment this time, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which means there's no built-in excuse. 
if golf doesn't go my way. Yeah. But I think I can I think I can structure the arrangement of how we're playing and what we're going to be doing to a match play format. Okay. Which I think might be beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just somebody to fill in the gaps, man. Um, Something like that. We'll see. Yeah. So when when you go in in a situation like you're in now, um it's it's a little bit of business, but it's mostly casual the uh, you know yeah. personal yeah personal. there's there's always a little bit of business because yeah. my business is golf yeah and yeah. golf instruction so anytime I'm with other golfers there's golf instruction going on it always exists and that's okay we like it even even though you're playing with people you know some people you have relationships with doing business if during the 18 hole round somebody looks at you and says Jeff what do I do here? Do you put them on the clock like you do with me? Well, it depends on the arrangement. I can tell you, John, but that'll cost you 50 bucks. <laughs> How much is it worth to you? <laughs> yeah. For 1.3 hours of this four and a half hour round, I was teaching. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you know, what you do in a situation like that is you just, you help out, you give them what they need and then say, come on, let's go to the range afterwards. You give them what they need on the golf course to survive the round and have a good time. And you say, you know, that's, that's something we probably ought to talk about afterwards, but here's what I want you to do right now. And so make it better. Cool. So that way they have an on the golf course solution and then a way to stop it from happening at the end, you know, right afterwards yeah. that works out. It's cool. I mean, it's, it's always a temptation when you're playing golf with somebody who, you know, knows more about the game than do you to try to pick their brain. Um, but, but you do it without feeling like you're begging for free lessons. Yeah. You just strike up a conversation. Say, what do you think about this? You know, look, I do that with you. You do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Hey, John, tell me about this microphone. Should I use this or not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And exactly. somehow, some way during the conversation, you say something along the lines of, would it be okay if you just use some earphones too? <laughs> <laughs> some headphones yeah. put those on get in a quiet room and get near a microphone and cut out all the other noise yeah there is you know, some of that that car that's out of the road on interstate 70 probably isn't the most conducive place to a recording but we'll make do <laughs> sometimes when we play this game we let our emotions get in our way oh sometimes yes we do. when we play this game our emotions carry us through a, 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 a situation that might be otherwise problematic yeah. So do you pack them or do you leave them at home? We're going to talk about that when we come right back. We are all those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. I don't play at any one course in, in my town. My ADD kicks in and I, I couldn't just play at one place all the time. Every time I played this year, I asked the food and beverage people, would they bring in some Arnold Palmer spikes? Because the laws in this state are that you can't bring in anything with alcohol in it. You have to buy it there. And they didn't have it, so I couldn't drink it there. I had to wait till I got home. I wanted to have it like in the cart with me. Well, one guy promised me he would do it. Call the distributor. I'll get it in here tomorrow. Well, I went up there, played two days ago, and he didn't have any. And I said, man, I thought you said you were going to bring in the Arnold Palmer spikes. He said, I did, man. I didn't order enough. I can't keep it in stock. Everybody sees it. They want it. They buy one. They try it. They make the turn. They get like three more. Arnold Palmer Spiked is exactly what it would sound like. It is that combination of, of brewed iced tea, lemonade, 
and then 5% ABV. It's delicious. Find it at a store near you at arnoldpalmerspike.com slash golfguy. So you can search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. But we prefer if you went to arnoldpalmerspike.com slash golfguys. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage with natural flavors. Celebrate responsibly. It is us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. One thing, man, I got to tell you, I ordered a new wedge. Always had a problem with gap wedges. Okay, I, I have not been able to find a gap wedge that fit my my set. Okay? Because you really were looking for the, you had the U wedge, and that was no, really it, I, wasn't it? I was looking for a U wedge. I, I needed oh. a 52 degree wedge, and I couldn't find one anywhere. The people who have them are not parting with them, which speaks volumes about why I want one. So I ordered one online from Ben Hogan. Oh, yeah. First off, before I did that, though, I bought one from another company, and graphite shafts was not an option. All my shafts on all of my other irons are graphite. Yeah. My putter is the only one that does not have a graphite shaft. And I found that the the weight difference, I found it to confuse me. That happens a lot. You know, you can buy graphite shafted wedges. Mm -hmm. I did from Ben Hogan. Yeah, good. And I already have two from Ping. So there you go. <laughs> okay. So I will have my, my compliment, 52, 56, and 60. We'll That's good. Yeah. You just purchased your way out of excuses. You realize that. Yeah. But I've, <laughs> I, found, I found my necessity for making excuses have been uh, reduced substantially. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Bubba Watson there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, the thing of it is, man, is, is you get to that point where stuff that used to scare you or make you nervous or make you uptight or whatever, no longer does. So not only do you know how to do it better, but you do it better because you're not confused or frightened about doing it wrong anymore. That's part of the emotions of the game right there. Isn't isn't it? It though, huh? Yeah. It's wonderful how that happens. Yeah. So it takes away a little bit of the, oh, let's just call it the general freak out. <laughs> right oh god i'm on the side of a hill it's a downhill line i can't do this oh no on sundays i line up all the high school kids put them in there three at a time all day long just boom 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 every hour i got three different ones it's girls high school season mm -hmm. right now in indiana they do it in the fall the boys do it in the spring and so every saturday you know they have their tournaments and whatnot and sundays i only get i only get one crack at them during season right i only get to see them on sundays Mm -hmm. So my entire Sunday is always filled with my high school clients because they're not allowed to skip practice on Monday through Thursday to come see me. None of the teams allow that. And they all have, you know, nine hole matches and whatnot after school, various days throughout the week. And they always have a tournament on Saturdays. So a lot of the times my conversations wrap around the emotions of the game. Mm -hmm. I see the difference between boys and girls and what the emotions of their games are. It's, it's really interesting. Boys have a tendency to be playing for a different reason than the girls. Boys have a tendency to be playing to be competitive and to beat each other and to do those things and to earn college scholarships and whatnot. And for the most part, the girls are doing it for less of a driven, competitively driven reason. A lot of them are playing with the emotions of, I don't want to. I want to play so I don't cry during the round or I don't want to be upset. I don't want my friends to be upset with me. I don't want my dad to be upset, my mom to be upset. I don't want my coaches to be upset. And they're telling me these things as some of the primary emotions that are going on while they're competing. 
Mm. And they're playing for a whole different reason. And the boys just are playing for all selfish reasons. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah. care about, you know, I'm not hearing that out of them. <laughs> I'm not hearing the, the, you know, I don't want my dad to be upset with me reason. I'm right. not hearing that. I'm, I'm hearing the, I'm going to beat the crap out of this guy reason. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting that they are the ones that are telling me these things. And so the emotions of the game affect how they play. You know, and I, and I asked a couple of them the other day, tell me about your nerves and tell me about what's going on in your head. And some of them are saying, oh, I'm just so happy I played with some nice girls. Because some of the other girls I played with before aren't very nice. Yeah. And I had a better time. How'd that make you play? And said, oh, and then said, oh, I played a lot better. They're more in tune to their emotions than boys block them out, I think. Oh, I'm just... <laughs> Forever, it's they're getting they're getting used to it now. Just wait till they get older. Yeah, <laughs> they'll never admit they have any. That's crazy, right? There's no crying on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's interesting. The girls have actually said. A couple of them have actually said this to me. So if you're a parent out there listening to this, a couple of them actually said halfway through the round, I knew I was disappointing my dad. He turned around and walked away a few times. Mm. And I didn't want to get in the car on the way home. Now, that's a huge problem. Yes. So my job at that point becomes not a mediator because I'm not doing that, but just to send out messages to all the parents in general. I send out these blast emails to parents and say, look, here's what I'm hearing this week Mm -hmm. from the mouths of your children. This is what's coming out. And they all get it. So that way I can just make a comment saying, look, let's understand what we're here for. Don't I mean, do this to your child. Parents, especially dads, especially if they are living their misspent youth through their children. Yeah. You know, they never had the chance to play golf as a kid or they, they didn't take the chance or whatever. And, right. and they want their kid to basically do what they would have done. And and it's not just golf, it's tennis, it's soccer, it's baseball, it's football. It's any sport that your children are involved in that you have a passion for. And I would think that that could really screw up the, um, the results for your child. I mean, a girl who feels that way, probably her game probably went, went to crap. Absolutely. It did. And I asked them, you know, what they feel before they tee off and all of them are about in the same boat. You know, nervous, want to play well, um, don't want to screw up is is a lot of that, right? I don't want to do bad. That's There's a lot of avoiding the negative. Right. And there's not a lot of seeking the positive, but there's a whole lot of avoiding the negative stuff. Mm -hmm. And we know how well that works, especially. And that's what goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a tough one. Right. There's, There's a couple of them that are driven to go to the state championships and couple of them are driven to, to play well. And most of them are driven by the avoiding a negative. Yep. Yeah. So the emotions of the game, the things that steer us around the golf course, right? Get it up to the green and don't three putt. Mm-hmm. I had too many three putts last week and I got yelled at about it. So I can't get yelled at about it this week. So I can't three putt a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. That's a tough day. And you and you 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 don't do a whole lot of three putting that day. It's more four putting because <laughs> you really mess yourself up that way. I mean, when you tighten up over a putt, you know you you can you can tighten up over a three foot putt and miss it 
you know, a, a gimme, a two foot putt and miss it. You can. And you know what? It's just one of those things where it's not like you get the flinchies or anything, but there's a point where just tension means that your hands and arms aren't doing their job. Mm-hmm. And the putter face is going to be in some different position than it normally is when things are going smoothly. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you this, take a lot of deep breaths, kids. Yeah. Right before you go right in your pre-shot routine. If you're, if you're nervous, your pre-shot routine is behind the ball, stand there and take a couple of real big, deep breaths, go about it, go through your routine and make sure that you're feeling just at that moment just a little bit calm and your arms get soft. Cause if they get tense and heavy, whoo, look out bad stuff's a coming. And how many times have we talked with, and we got to get them back on to Dr. Uh, Dr. Sales. Oh yeah. Dr. Sales is awesome. He's awesome. And he, he needs a, a psychologist and a sports psychologist, but about how the brain does not process negative saying, don't it do this. Not. Don't do that is not going to help you at all. You John, stop to- hitting it in the water. Yes. You have to be positive about it. You know, don't, don't say, don't put it in the water. Say, put it on the green on a part three. Mm-hmm. You know, don't say, don't miss this putt. Say, sink this putt. You just have to talk to yourself in totally positive terms. It sounds like gobbledygook, but, you know, it's not psychobabble. It no, works. and it's not, it's not all rah-rah stuff, right? No. It's not like you're out there being a cheerleader and patting yourself on the back and telling yourself lies. No, it's just the reality of it is you have to stay focused on the positive. Mm-hmm. Because so many times, as I've even mentioned in this little conversation, so many times the emotions of the game are more negative than they are positive. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of doesn't, doesn't make it a fun game. Yeah. And when it stops being fun, why do it? Yeah. You know, there, there are yeah. plenty of other things you could do. Uh, there, there are things you could be doing at home that your dad wouldn't yell at you about. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, stop um, and dad, stop yelling. Stop yeah. judging. No kidding. Don't even, don't even get that crestfallen look on your face when something doesn't go the way you expected it to go. Yeah. I think parents need a class in, in learning to be neutral in, in all of their, their body uh, language. Or even better, neutral positive. Be, be positive, be happy no matter what happens. Yeah. You know? Mr. Putt, go, hey, great try, man. You'll get it next time. Don't worry about it. You know? Right. Put the proverbial comforting arm around her and let her go on to the next hole without without feeling like she's let you down. You should be ashamed of yourself, Dad. Come on. A lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can tell you this. As a parent of two... uh, girls who went through high school golf and college golf. It was one of the toughest times that I've ever had to be a parent because I was also their golf coach. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew what was going on and I knew when not to say anything. Yeah. And I knew as a dad, I just had to stand there and be positive. And so then there's the time where they don't want to talk to me at the end of the round, but then they do want to talk to me because I'm then coach. Right. So I'm struck between, I'm stuck between the, got to be positive dad and then got to be positive coach but when's the right time yeah that's it's a hard thing for every every parent and it's it's just just the way it is 
Many dads right now are saying, boy, I know it was tough being a dad, but I'm glad I wasn't also a coach, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about some basic golf math. Stuff, obviously, many of us just cannot comprehend. When we come right back, hang out. We are those weekend golf guys. Have you been to a grocery store, a drugstore, any store recently looking for razor blades? You know, a lot of people, their reaction is, oh, my God. My reaction is, you've got to be kidding me. The razor blades are not made of gold and are not worth what they're charging these days. That is why I was so happy to stumble upon Harry's. Have you seen Harry's? You don't have to choose between a comfortable shave and a fair price. You can get refills for Harry's is, is still about two bucks a refill, and they're designed to stay sharp. In a recent study, guys who shave four times a week said their eighth shave was as smooth as their first. Have you ever said that? They are giving the best offer yet to those Weekend Golf Guys listeners. New Harry's customers can get a starter set at harrys.com slash golf guys. You'll get five blade razor, a weighted ergonomic handle, which is great. feels great in your hand. Foaming shave gel, a travel blade cover. It's a $13 value and they'll get to you for three bucks. There's never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to harrys.com slash golf guys to redeem your offer today. $13 worth of stuff for three bucks. Can't get enough, John Ashton? And really, which of us can? Hi, this is Neil Michaels, co-host of John's other podcast, The Approach Shot. On The Approach Shot, we hear hilarious golf stories from celebrities and semi-celebrities. This week's guest is tennis great James Blake, who stops by to talk golf, tennis, and overcoming some pretty steep obstacles. Then comedian Bill Benden drops by to share a few more laughs. So download an episode or two and have a listen to The Approach Shot and get you some more John. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golf guys. And it is us back again, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And Jeff, Jeff Smith being, of course, has always been one of the greatest golf instructors in the country. We've known that for years. Uh, it's now coming to the point where everybody recognizes it, one of Golf Magazine's top 100 golf instructors. But he has long had this problem with math. Actually, he doesn't have the problem. With it. He has problems with other people's problems with math. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Some of us uh, ignore it totally. Others don't understand what comes into play. I mean, this whole thing about what's what what's stroke and distance, what's one stroke, what's two strokes, what do I do here? Where's that rule book? Do I actually need the rule book? I don't need no stinking rule book. All, all that kind of stuff comes into play. <laughs> it does. You know, you sit there and you think about the basic math of golf, right? And you go, okay, what do you mean, Jeff? Well, look, we all have 18 tee shots, right? We all have that when we play. We've also got 18 first putts assuming that you don't chip one in. We've all got that one. We've also got 14 second shots on par fours and par fives, don't we? Yep. And then we all have four third shots on par fives. And the math on that is 54. So pretty right. much we're already starting there. Now it's what are you going to shoot after that? <laughs> See, it's about reducing the amount of others, right? 
Right. Okay. You know, earlier we talked about three putts and four putts. Can you imagine just reducing the number of putts on that thing so we can keep 54 from exploding into 94 real quick, can't we? Mm-hmm. We can. if you... it's Because it, that's what happens, right? People just quickly just start adding all these other strokes when we know we're going to have 54 of them to begin with. Yeah. So when you think about that, John, hopefully you'll be on like 13 by the time that happens. <laughs> by the time you get the 54th shot. Yeah. Instead of at least nine. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> but I mean, we got to reduce the, the number of others. And we do that, you know, by, by better ball striking and ball control and keeping it in front of us and, you know, making the first putt better so we don't three putt. You know, so I work on people's basic golf math and say, look, these shots we're going to have. It's a matter of making that second shot better on the par fours. You know, we got 14 of those bad boys and, mm-hmm. and par fives and then the four par fours. So what we're trying to do is keep our golf math low yeah. by just not screwing up and missing shots and giving ourselves two chips and crazy stuff like that, right? Because there's there's different things out there that we can, you know, we can reduce the bunker shots and reduce the chips, reduce the pitches and all that stuff and reduce the penalties. This is where most of this comes into play. Yeah. You know, when, penalties. When you, get, when you get to the point where you start taking the penalty strokes. Well, there's two kind of penalties in my book, John. Okay. There's rule book violation penalties, which you're referring to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, hey, guess what? I did hit it out of bounds, so I do have to, you know, add a stroke and then go back. Or mm-hmm. I did hit it into that hazard, and so I, I have to take a penalty stroke. I'm not talking about that kind of stroke. I mean, yeah, we are, but that's not the majority of the penalties that you've ever cost yourself, is it? Hitting it into places that are hard to hit it out of. Yeah. Let's just call those um, <clears throat> idiot penalties. <laughs> okay. Right. Because penalty is really something you do that costs you extra strokes, right? <laughs> so How about the bad alignment penalties, right? The what? The, the the penalty you get for bad alignment. John, how many times oh. have we talked about that? That made a difference in your game. Uh, yeah, innumerable. Yes. Right. How about the, the, the number of strokes you cost yourself because of poor club choice? That's a big one. No, no. I can really hit that seven iron 160 yards in, in the air covering that bunker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. I just won't be this time. Right. Yeah. How about the how about the penalties you incur, John, for, for loss of focus? Oh, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Cause you know it's gonna cost you some. Yeah. How about how about some penalty strokes, John, when it comes to uh let's say thinking about the outcome before you hit the shot. Let's well, see. I could have my best round ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Yeah. If I just birdie Check all the holes from number twelve on. Yeah. I can break 80. <laughs> Think about, you know, those are just general things, right? There's a lot more ways to lose penalties, but those I call them, you know, idiot penalties. Like, like, like John firing at the tight pin with a five iron. Okay. Yeah. That's just dumb. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, just dumb. You, you can't, you can't control the trajectory of the five iron unless you're a pro no. golfer. John hitting a driver at the wrong time. That's another way you cause yourself some penalties, right? Cause you're always putting yourself in the wrong spot. If you hit your driver, even if you hit it well, 20 yards back could have been, could have been a three wood and it went into the fairway because it, the fairway narrowed down. And you said, I'm going to mm-hmm. bust it up there, right into the thread, the needle up there. And I'm going to get it there. Next thing you know, you can't play your ball, but yeah. I hit it good. <laughs> so, you know, you look at that stuff and you say, well, was that, that, that 20 yards difference, that, that effective two clubs, was that yeah. worth it? Think about how people play golf and add strokes all the time by that. I've got to push it just a little bit farther. 
I got I got to hit it down there further on this par five, right into that tight spot where the water is and the bunker is on the other side and the thick grass over. There. Yeah, I'm going to decide that my third shot has to come from that tight little spot. Mm-hmm. But yet, even if you did hit it well, right? So let's say that's your second shot on a par five, and you decide that's where you have to go on that shot versus hanging back a little bit. Tell me about the third shot difference from one club to the next. Let's say it's two two clubs different. Let's say you can you can smash a, a gap wedge in if you hit it hit it all the way down there into the tight spot, or then you'd have a nine iron in your hand. John, I have a question for you and the rest of the listening audience. Are you really, really that much better with your gap wedge than you are your nine iron? Those two clubs. Is there really a significant thing? Let's say enough to guarantee yourself one shot less. No. If no. you were hitting your gap wedge into that green or your nine iron into that green. Because effectively you're looking at a, a par three at that point and you got a nine iron in your hand or a gap wedge on hand. Is Are you gonna really going to have one shot lower by having that gap wedge in your hand? Not unless I hit it badly. <laughs> right. So let's think about that going, okay, so I need to have better strategy because I'm costing myself strokes. My golf math just went higher. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you say, yeah, it's, 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 let's say it's 120 yard par three and you you can hit a gap wedge. You, you can, can being the operative word there, you can hit your gap wedge 120 yards if you do it right. Yeah, sure. But you're, you're going to cover your butt. You're probably going to swing a little bit harder just to make sure you get there, which is going to probably mess up the arc of your swing <laughs> hence yeah. mess up the flight of the golf ball and if you yeah, have a nine iron and you just take a nice easy swing yeah you'll get it to the same place no yeah problem. so you look yeah. at that and you're like man see so you got to keep the golf math down yeah i know guys that are trying to do it with their putter right and they're like oh i'm gonna make my birdie with my putter you know what they do you've heard this and you've even said it oh i'm gonna make this one mm-hmm. right Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it, which means they're going to get more aggressive. They're yeah. they're effectively saying to the rest of the group, hey, y'all, watch this. <laughs> Hold my beer. Right? <laughs> Hold my beer. I'm going to ram this into the hole, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to take the Look, I'm going to make this is that statement of I'm going to hit this so hard that it doesn't have a chance to break. The trouble is, is that they miss it and it goes racing past a mile. Yeah. And now... They're in three putt to four putt territory because they were trying to make the other one. Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden their golf math went higher. These are the idiot penalties that I talk about. Yeah. Is it Clint Eastwood who said a man needs to know his limitations? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Think about, how about this one, John? Here's another one that makes your golf math go high. Forgetting or ignoring basic facts of stuff that's going on when you play, like, oh, wind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I always hit a nine iron over this pond, but yet it's into a two-club wind. Yeah. And you pull out your nine iron because you've dismissed the notion that your nine iron is going to get affected by that headwind. Right. I'm going to come up short and into the water. Yeah. And you're going to hit it and watch the ball splash. And you're going to look down at the ground going, I didn't think I hit that fat, but you're going to come out and look at your buddies and go, I hit that fat. Admit the fact that you're an idiot for choosing the nine iron in that scenario. The thing that, (laughs) 
that I always forget is the slope. Uh, case in point, Friday I was playing. I, I was 90 yards off the green after my drive. At, you know, sand wedge. No problem. Sand wedge. Except I didn't take any consideration that I had about a four-degree uphill tilt. So I was not hitting a sand wedge. I was hitting no. it with maybe a lob wedge. About a lob wedge. Right. <laughs> and it didn't get to the green. So shocker added, i know that added an extra shot and we were talking about this in our in our group on friday when we were playing it's like how especially amateur you know weekend warrior type golfers we can have brilliant tee shots be a hundred yards off the green and still take four or five shots to get down because somewhere in there we're going to for whatever reason hit a bad shot that's going to take an awful lot of challenge to recuperate from. It's going to happen. It takes one bad shot and it screws up your whole hole. That's why we're talking about golf math, right? You got to think yeah. about that. You got to go, man, I got to keep the numbers down here. Yeah. I don't need any high math. I don't need to, I don't need to ignore the lie like you just did. I don't, mm -hmm. don't need to ignore the elevation chain like you just did. Right. Mm -hmm. that, and, and here's another one that people forget. There's a lot of ways to make a par. Yeah. A lot. And it doesn't have to be that, pretty. The line that you're thinking, the shot you're trying to play is not the only one that can be successful by the end of this hole. Right. There's right. just a lot of ways to make it. Right. But people screw this all the time. Right. People yeah. think that, that, Here's some other golf course math that just blows me away, right? So let's think about some basic stuff. Like the width of a fairway. How about that kind of golf course math? On mm -hmm. average, John, how, how wide are they? About 30 yards, right? Yeah. Okay. So 30 yards wide and an average golf ball. I know this is going to get you. I know it is. Is 1.68 inches. Okay. So 30-yard wide fairway, that's 1,080 inches. <laughs> okay. Right? I know. I've done the math on this one. I've um, even double-checked it with a calculator. <laughs> right? Guess how many goals you, golf balls you can get in 30-yard wide fairway, John? Uh, a lot. 642. 642.8. But I'm pretty sure you're not playing with 0.8 of an off golf ball, so we're just going to say 642. Right. How about that? Now, when people are up there freaking out about not being able to hit a ball in the fairway, I got this mental picture in my head that I've just put down. I've gone out to the fairway and put down with this gigantic monster bucket of practice balls, 642 balls, boom, 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 all across the fairway. And I just kind of look at him and go, so you're telling me your ball can't be one of those. And I look at it like, okay, okay. I get your point. Yeah. Like that's all this is, right? People get screwed up all the time on some, sometimes they just need some basic math to mm -hmm. give them some perspective on it. Oh, that's I think just that, the average 30 yard wide fairway. I think that concept that you started this off with 54, you've already, you yeah. know, you're going to shoot at least 54. Yeah, and you are. So don't worry about those 54. They're already there that you, you've taken them in your head. Yep. Concentrate on the other what could be 20 or 25 shots. 
if you yeah. do if you play your cards right or you play your your ball right or play the clubs right or play the game right however you want to look at it that's uh it makes it, it makes it a lot less intimidating in your head when you do it that way and as we mentioned also in this if you take the emotion of being scared out of it you're gonna get better things get easier plus you might want to take a lesson or two i'm just saying 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose. Is it surprising? Of course not, because you're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts. They've got more tools and more time, and you don't stand a chance. That's why I love Stat Hero. This is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. It's it's one to one. Stat Hero shows you their lineup and dares you to beat them. So it's you versus the house head to head fantasy matchups. I did the U.S. Open. They told me who they had. I picked who I wanted. My guys are going to beat theirs. It is easy and I am in control. Stat Hero, daily fantasy sports the way it was meant to be, one on one. Go to stathero.com slash golf guys and sign up for free. Do it right now. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match and that's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash golf guys. Stathero.com slash golf guys. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $2 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for $99 and add five more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call us at 800-708-5127 and get your 50 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now. 800-708-5127. 800-708-5127. 800-708-5127. And we are back for a few moments yet. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there. Uh, have, have you tried out the, uh, and I don't know if you can get it in Omaha. I'm sure you can, the, uh, the Arnold Palmer spike yet. I'll find out when it? I go. Yeah. I'll find uh, out what, when I go. What, I'll ask at the golf course. See if they got it. Just go to Arnold Palmer slash golf guys, and that'll give you a list of according to where you are, where in your vicinity you can get it. So I found a lot of convenience stores have it, man. A lot of convenience stores have it. So how about that? Check it out. Yeah, we th- we we thank them for uh for doing it because I find it I find it to be probably it's a lot better than any other uh uh, spiked beverage. I so we got fun. a little lemonade, we got a little tea, got a little liquor. Get a little kick. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> nit, nit, nit. And that's how it goes. I got to tell you, shot I took because of ignoring the math. Number 18 at the course I play right next to my house. Yeah. Par five. I was in the rough on the right because I hit a tee shot that didn't quite go where I wanted it to go. But I knew that I could get there with my three hybrid if I if I hit it right. Yeah, distance wise. I so hit here it, comes the gamble. I hit it right. 
I hit it perfectly. I hit it middle of the club face, right on the screws. That ball jumped off the face of my club and hit the third branch from the top of the tree that was in front of me. <laughs> with such force that it bounced back behind me. And <laughs> still wasn't in the fairway. <laughs> you know, earlier we talked about some shots, and I, I think I called them idiot shots. And I think it was in, ignoring your environment was one of those things, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it certainly was. It, 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 uh, it rang a bell with me, man. <laughs> How many did that cost you? I mean, at least one, right? Two. Two. Cost you two. I was behind me and I was still in the rough, man. So that's bad math, brother. That's bad math. And go on. Yep. If I had just done it in the first place. But anyhow, you get the point. You can always check us out those weekendgolfguys.com or uh, facebook.com slash golfguys. The math. Do that. Don't make stupid. Don't do any idiotic things out there and you'll you'll thank us later. Okay? So Jeff, have a great day, man, out at the playing out there. And, and I'm, I'm glad you get to travel to play some golf for fun, man. It's about middle of the country, baby. Let's go you, find out what it's all about. You got it. Hey, and we're you, wherever you're at, uh, you take some time off and go play some golf. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.